powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Toronto Maple Leafs fans, welcome to Sunday night edition of Game Over Toronto with your host, Lauren Williamson, tonight. And we have, for the first time, where it's just us together, yeah. our man, Pat yeah, Welcome, welcome. Yay, us together. <laughs> and First a great time game. since game one. So, I know, great game, too. Yeah, 40 games. It's been far too long. Far too, far too yeah. long. Yeah, literally half the season. <laughs> literally half the season, exactly the halfway mark. So, welcome. I'm so excited that we're that we're here together. Oh my gosh, it's going to be such a great stream. Welcome everybody. If you are it is your first time here, my name is Lauren Williamson and uh, we're going to talk about the Leafs game tonight. We're going to talk about the dominant 6-2 win over the Philadelphia Flyers to mark the halfway point in the season. We got the gr- we got our report cards for the team, cutting it up. Defense, offense, goaltending. We're going to talk about the game. We have our friend Steve Dangle in the chat. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. So, Armand. The, the, the main chat topic right now is the hot dog guy that oh. they kept cutting to. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's me sitting on the couch. <laughs> stuffing know, the my face. Probably didn't even know he was getting <laughs> absolutely focused on for, like, half the game. And you can I tell his it. friends don't watch the game because one of them would have messaged him being like, buddy... <laughs> With the hot dogs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you doing? That was me stuffing my face with, like, Quality Street that I got on sale last week after Christmas. Oh, man. <laughs> but welcome. Uh, good stuff. Welcome again, once again, to Game Over Toronto. If you're just getting here, uh, thank you for coming out on this wonderful, wonderful, not-too-cold Sunday night. Um, before we get going on the show tonight, let's just thank our let's thank our sponsor for the night. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet at Sports Interaction, whether it's hockey, Football, basketball, sports interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live and player on one of our many prop bets. Sports interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports bet ha- sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please pay responsibly. It was nice to see them play well tonight, wasn't it? Oh. Right. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, like last game, I thought they definitely like turned a corner uh, over their past, like a bit sloppy play, you know, when it came to the Blues and the Kraken game and then the first period of the Red Wings game. And they just continued today. That was a dominant win straight from the get go. The first minute, I think we could have had like three goals. (laughs) Like it was, there was a lot of chances uh, to, to start. I missed the first five minutes of the game and I saw that the shot, I heard everybody talking about the dominant start. So I actually yeah. ended up rewinding the game and watching the start of it at the intermission. And yeah, right from the get go, it was like, I mean, when was the last time they had a back to back on a Saturday, Sunday night, Armand, where they played this well, it's both been a games. While. Yeah. And- I mean, back to back Saturday, Sunday night is already rare. And then for the With least travel. to play well on both games against teams that are probably a little worse. That's something that doesn't happen too often. So Yeah. Well, and great, great start, especially because, you know, the way the goaltending has been in the previous five or six games before that for both of our guys to get big wins, two points, yeah. both of them limit both teams to a, a smaller amount of shots than before, like chicken soup for Leaf Souls fans. Oh, <laughs> such a good game. Such yeah, a good it was game. great to see. I mean, yeah, Murray had a phenomenal game as well. Yeah. So that's a bounce back game for both Samsonov and Murray, like back to back. Yeah, just a perfect, perfect weekend to cap off the great 
you know, first half that the Leafs have uh, played this season. Absolutely. And like you said, turning the corner, hopefully on that little spurt or spurt of bad play that they were playing where we were having the Mr. Hyde games. Right. But tonight. Yeah, and speaking of goaltending, Warrior Womp talked about the Marlies win tonight and uh, Joseph Wall. Oh, he's on a heater. If you haven't been paying attention. 57 uh, saves? Yeah, it was, 57, it was 57 shots against in like a 4-2 win. And I think we had like 17 shots for it. It was like a very Randy Carlisle game oh there God. with uh, with Joseph Wall. Uh, but he's 8-0 uh, starting the season. So, you know, our goalies are looking pretty nice, you know. Uh, <laughs> coming into the season, I wasn't nearly as confident as I am now. So, no, no. I love to see it. And especially with Will coming off like shoulder surgery in the off season, yeah, for him yeah, to come tough... back and just like be eight and no, like you said, is it makes it's 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 not exactly redemption for Tuka Rask, but maybe if we can <laughs> if we can get if Joseph Will can become you know at least a solid backup that stays in the Leaf system for a few years, like when was the last goalie that we had that we was homegrown that we grew that flourished and stayed with the team longer than a couple of seasons after they yeah. came up, right? Very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. So, you know, I I just love to see it. Things you know, you love throughout to see. throughout yeah, just things you love to see. <laughs> throughout the organization our goalies are thriving. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's it's good to see Samson Samsonov go and play that well last night and Murray tonight. I in the first period I have four different times written Murray keeping the score score one nothing. Yeah. Because yeah, he was he was really good. He was really good. He was limiting he was limiting rebounds. I I noticed with Samsonov that he's he's sort of made a bit more of rubber than Murray is where he, he a lot of rebounds happen with Samsonov whereas Murray does sort of stifle it, the puck a little bit more. Yeah. I Yeah. At the end of the first, what did you think was going to happen in the game? Did you think Philly was going to come back and like tie it and have one no. of those games where they're changing goals? No. No. I I was pretty confident throughout. I I felt that we controlled the pace. The only thing that really sucked was that, like, both of Philly's goals came, I think, 20 or 30 seconds after we scored. So it just completely took the momentum away from us, which was just, like, sort of annoying. But I, I was never not confident in winning that. I thought they controlled the game, like, the entire way through. Well, and that happened the other night when the Leafs played Seattle, too, right? Like, yeah. when the Kraken scored 14 seconds after Tavares scored and just just stabbed the Leafs tires with a big fat knife and just took the air right out of them. Right. And, and tonight, even though they go up two one, they go up, they go up to nothing. And then Philly scores. They don't just cave again. They don't allow another one, which, you know, the previous five or six games, that's what they had been doing. Right. And like you said, yeah. we did sort of turn a corner this weekend, which was very nice to see, especially after how they played against Seattle. Um, yeah. Seeing both, seeing both of our goalies have that, like again, just chicken soup, or if you're Steve Dangle, Italian wedding soup in the stomach, you know, like oh, Italian wedding, best soup. Is that the best soup? What do you think is the best soup? It's my girlfriend's favorite soup, and she got really mad at me when I had a, a can because it was our last can. So I'm now barred from having Italian wedding soup. Wow, <laughs> that's savage. What if you like bought her her own cans? Like, what if you both have a stash? You know what I, I know, mean? We should. Like sections in the cupboard. This, this is yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's not fair because and then it's not unfair because no one's stealing each other's soup. Yeah, but honestly, like, yeah, like especially their first goal because that came off of the the Marner giveaway, right? That was the 
yeah. really bad giveaway. Nekne, <laughs> just like, gotta... just, like, Jedi mind-tricked yeah. it out of the sky and was just like, I yeah. bitch you thought. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, that could have really, really, uh, you know, put a knife in us or, you know, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with that. And that could have really uh, screwed over the momentum. But it, we didn't let it affect us at all, really. And Marner, aside from that, was insanely good. All of our stars were insanely good today. Like, I did not see someone who, like, had a bad game today. Everyone sort of just performed well. and Including, yeah. like, our fourth line, right? Zach Aston. Yep, Zach Aston Reese getting the goal. And Holmberg gets the goal last night, right? Like, is this the best that our fourth line has been producing in a couple of seasons? I think so, right? Like, yeah. Wayne it's Trent, nice to see the bottom six going, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, like, we we all know, if you're in the chat right now, you know that the third line has been just just a, just a machine and just churning and getting better and better working together. And it's nice to see the fourth line sort of gelling the same way and, and producing points in a way that we haven't really seen. And, you know, Wayne Simmons got, a, got called up tonight, which I'm sure was good for him to see. And he even had a couple good chances with a couple really good passes in the offensive zone. And... I'm sure it must feel good for him to get a game. And and Connor Timmons getting back in the game and getting his first NHL goal. How exciting must that have it. been for him? That's what, yeah. his 50, in his 54th game in the NHL or something? 56. Oh. Yeah. Only took 56 games, but he got there. Yeah, he's had a long road and a lot of injuries in those, you know, interspersing those 56 games. So you just love to see it. I mean... You know, th this entire weekend has been filled with milestone nights. Like, you know, last last game was, I think we had four milestone days. And, and so now Timmons gets his, his due. And, and yeah, just love to see it. And he's been so good for us. So good. There was, like, a, there was a couple people that were saying that Justin Hall should come out of the lineup so Timmons can come in. There are people saying that... You know, Morgan Riley should be taken out of the lineup and <laughs> traded. And, and Connor Timmons is going to be taking the, the number one first line spot, right? Like... I know, yeah, guys. I, mean, I know he's consistent, but let's not let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet, right? Like, yeah, he's got ten points in twelve games, which is insane. That's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but like, would you put him in the lineup if uh, we're fully healthy, day in day out? It's a tough answer. Like, I understand because who do you I fully take out, understand, right? Yeah, who do you take out? And I know most people will say Justin Hall, and understandably, but. Who who do you have on the penalty kill? You can't just have a bunch of puck movers. You need to have a guy who's just a penalty kill specialist. Connor Timmons is going to play twenty five minutes a night. Armand, come on, yeah, like, I, I do, I do. Uh, you know, like I still think he's a seventh D. I don't consider him like taking a spot over Sandine, Liljegren, Brody, Hall, or. Who else? Riley and uh, Giordano. Giordano may be on the rest you know days. rest days, yeah, because he's old as hell. And do you put honestly, Connor he's been Timmons playing above Jordy Ben. Yes, really? I have. I have, I have Connor wow. Timmons as our seventh D. And even if like a left side D goes down, I would say move Brody to the left side and get Connor Timmons in over Jordy Ben or Victor wow. Mete. I I am really high on Connor Timmons and like. What a, like that's such a good trade looking back at it now. Like, you know, I like Curtis Douglas. I think he's a great player, but the just the value we're already getting from Connor Timmons is just it's a hundred percent worth it. Connor Timmons um, has already done more for the Leafs than than he ever did than I'm I just, I know you just said his name. I totally just spaced out. Curtis Douglas. Curtis Douglas, thank you. Yeah. Then Curtis Douglas ever did, right? Like yeah, Curtis, Curtis Douglas might not ever make the NHL. Like No. 
And, and even though yeah. he's six foot eight and we all want him to be the next Adan Chara, like realistically, he's old enough now where he should have he would have shown that if yeah. he was going to be that player and he's just not. And not to say that he can't grow and become that, but you know, like you said, Connor Timms is already paying dividends over 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 whoever else we've had as the seventh D so far, even, right? Like Yeah. And Yeah, exactly. Like and like I know a lot of people were potentially likening likening that trade to like the Marchman trade, but it's it's not the same. <laughs> like it just isn't the same. No. No, you're comparing apples to watermelons, right? Like it's just, it's just not, it's not, it does not equate the same amount. And you're talking about records and, you know, Mitch Martyr tonight gets passes Tim Horton to take seventh place for in all time Leafs for assists at 350. So congratulations, like you said to him and, and what a way to mark the halfway point in the season. He's had a fantastic yeah. season and I'm so glad that he's going to the, the all-star game. Like, Oh, hundred percent deserved. Uh, Speaking of deserved All-Stars, though, do you think Kevin Hayes should be going to the All-Star game? What? Someone has to go from every team, and I would rather have Yeah, but Kevin why Hayes didn't they pick Travis Konechny? He's so much better than Kevin Hayes. How is Kevin Hayes going over Travis Konechny? Why is Mitch Marner going over Austin Matthews? Yeah, but Mitch is at least... He's All-Star caliber. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand how they picked Hayes over... Like, Konechny is having a great year. He has 21 goals, 41 points in 34 games, and he's being beaten in the All-Star game by a guy who torts literally healthy scratched. <laughs> like, it blows my mind. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm never going to... I mean, I'm not going to say that I understand what Jordan Tor Tortorella's decisions are. Jordan Tor John Tortorella made the smart decision tonight to actually bench Tony D'Angelo for all but one shift in the second period. Oh, yeah, because of that horrible giveaway. That was what Zach Astonery... Uh, you, you know, like, if any NHL player was to, you know, make a giveaway that resulted in a Leafs goal, it, I'd want it to be Tony D'Angelo every time. You know, you just love to see him give it away. Yeah, yeah. Who likes Tony D'Angelo? No friends no. of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No friends of mine. I mean, I, I feel for Philly fans, right? Like, right now, they're essentially thought of at the same level as basically like the Sens, the Coyotes and Philly are sort of tiered the same level of, Oh, I feel so bad for those fans because they know nothing but pain. And like, how long has yeah. it been like more than 11 years since Philly made the playoffs? Like, Oh no, no, it's, I don't think it's been that long. They said, they I said, not. Oh, I, I can't remember. Honestly. Um, Maybe someone in the chat can tell us because I know producer Rob is creeping like he always does. No, because they they made the playoffs in the the bubble. Oh, that's right. They yeah they made yeah, the yeah. wild card spot right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made the well and and I think they got through the first round if I'm not mistaken. Connor I might tipped, be mistaken because I know Connor Hart was like killing it. Yeah. In that year, uh, but I know Rasmus Ristolainen. This is his tenth year in the league, and he's never played a playoff game in his career, and it's definitely not going to happen this year either. So, I, like, I honestly like I rag on Ristolainen a lot, but that's just sad. Like, that's just depressing. That, I can't believe they're paying him. What is it like seven million dollars? I know it's <laughs> like, so bad. Like, it's five a, years. Is it is that contract worse than the JT Miller contract? Yes. You think so? Yes, yes. Ristolainen is like negative value in my opinion. Like he like advanced stats literally has him as like one of the worst. <laughs> or the worst player in the league. And then if you're giving him a five-year deal, I think it's five million. Hey, that's ridiculous. 
Yeah. I don't even know if it's. Uh, let's see. Oh, thank you, producer Rob. The Philly Flyers yeah, made the playoffs in 2020 when they lost the conference semifinals. They've been in the playoffs a total of 40 times. That's insane. That's a lot. That's really good. I mean, yeah, maybe I don't feel wanking. bad for Philly Flyers. Then you guys can go with a little bit of a joke. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're not the they're not at the Sabres levels yet. No, but like they've had a rough season. Uh, even before the season started, I think the Flyers were definitely not considered good. But then when you think about like how many injuries they've had and uh, the guys that the caliber of guys that they have out. When you're not it's, good to start with and then you get injured, it's really Yeah, bad. it's, like, bad, bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Couturier, I think, is missing the entire season. I think they have a few people who are missing their entire season, and they're, like, solid players, and they're really the only solid players that the Flyers even have. It's too bad they don't have anybody that they can sell at the deadline because all of their players are hurt or terrible. Yeah, like, Atkinson is out. Ryan Ellis is probably never going to play in the NHL again, which just brutal luck. And then Sean Couturier is out for the, like... What do you do? Those are like three of your five good players on the team. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's brutal. Well, and like, I'm just looking up. Is it JVR that's on the Flyers? Is that the yeah, only JVR. person that we're, that anybody is like, oh, the Leafs should get him back? As yeah, JVR is like, he's got a ridiculous contract for what he is. Like, it, they're, they're going to have to. Yeah. I'm gonna I mean, like, not, not term wise any, anymore, but I think it's seven million. Oh my God! Really? Which is just a lot I'm, of money I'm pulling for JVR. It up right now, wow. JVR, one year left. Yeah, thirty-three years. Seven old, million, right? Seven yeah, seven million. And I'm like, even if they retain fifty percent, damn, that's still a lot of money for that's JVR. <laughs> like, and that's only for a rental, right? You're paying that for a thirty-three-year-old JVR rental. And like, he's a good player. I think he would elevate a team, but uh, sure, it's also kind of hard to fit him under cap. Well, I mean the the Tampa Bay Lightning have proved that there's no there's no really cap limit in the in the playoffs, right? Nikita, yeah, fair. Nikita sitting <laughs> you, can, you can always $10 find a million dollars over the cap, like you yeah, rat you, you can always find a way. <laughs> yeah, these these cap geniuses will they'll 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 make it happen. Absolutely. Well, and and get, we've only talked about the first period. How wild is that? <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Like, the Leafs PK looked really good today. The Philly fans were all over the Flyers <sighs> and their power yeah. play. See, they were booing them at a, in, like, when it was 2-1. Yeah. Like, that, they that still have a chance, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, they still had a chance. And, they're like, I, I, I get it. Like, I understand. But they're coming off of, like, a four-game win streak. Like, it's not even like this has been a really bad streak of, of play. And if there's you any know? team that's going to give like, up a 2-1 feel... lead, it's the Leafs. Like, I know. I felt... All is not lost, guys. <laughs> I felt really bad for the players at that moment. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, They're getting right? booed when it's a 2-1 game and it's like early on in the second. Just, <laughs> just brutal. Just absolutely savage. And then... I mean, yeah, that's the Philly fan base, though. Yeah. Very just, passionate. Very yes, passionate. Absolutely. And, you know, I wonder if if Wayne Simmons enjoys going back to Philly more than, like, other places that he's played in. Just because... Yeah. I, I think he ha- he does hold a special spot in like Flyers fans' hearts. Oh, now, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not a Flyers fan, so I can't speak to that. So if if you're a Flyers fan and you think I'm wrong, please feel free to call me out. While you're doing it in the comments, hit like and subscribe. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and the 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 broadcast was saying that this might be like the last time that Simmons plays in that building. And, yeah. Like so that if, tonight might have been a big night for for Wayne, and I thought he had a great game to be honest. You know, I think I think he drew a penalty. Yep. Solid on the fourth line, you know, 
I don't think anyone's really. He had a couple ex- really good passes and a couple really good hits and possession possessions yeah. in there in the ozone and everything. Like they played really well. And then yeah, he was solid on the forecheck. Absolutely. And then Liljegren, you know, gets denied. And then on the ensuing faceoff, just just murders Carter Hart top shoulder. Yep. Oh my gosh. Short- yeah, second time's the charm right there. Yeah. It's absolutely. the post and then literally the next shot. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and isn't that his sh- first shorthanded goal, Liljegren's, I think? Yeah, probably. I, I don't think he would have another shorthanded goal. And yeah. that entire, like, sequence was created by Marner uh, when he, like, took it away from Carter Hart um, on the forecheck. Uh, and, yeah, it was just a really well well executed play. And, like, I'm not going to lie, the, fl- the Flyers looked awful in that <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Like, Marner passed it up the boards to, to I think it was Cali Yarncroke. And three flyers. He drew in three flyers. And yep. it was such an easy play for him to ring it back around to Marner, who, like, gets the easy one-touch pass to Lilligrand, who has a prime scoring chance right in front of... I just don't understand what they were doing at the all. The Leafs were moving the puck so fast around Philly tonight. Like, some of their passes in the second and third were just so crisp and just laser beams. Like, which... Oh, the uh, the goal by... Uh, which one was it? I have all of my notes written down, like always. The the uh, bars. Yes, 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 yes. Just the just, just his positioning and like, why was he allowed to just skate into the middle of the ice like that? Like, (laughs) if I'm a Flyers fan, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's John Tavares, even though he's he's only got what twenty goals on the season now or nineteen on the season now. That's still he's one of the best people within like fifteen feet in front of the net. He's so good. So good. And he, he was so soaked to get that goal. Like, oh, to put them up 5-2. Yeah, I mean, just even the 6-2 goal. Like, John Tavares, he got that pass off while, like, falling down. He was completely off balance. It was an insane, between insanely Steelers hard legs. pass. Between Steelers' legs. like Straight to Matthew's oh. stick. It was it was incredible. Like I Just chef's kiss. That. Yeah, just an incredibly well-played game from the Leafs throughout. Just... Yeah perfect yeah like i i can't really think of much criticism like even the power play was good tonight they capitalized on it once like it's just been it's just been so good and yep ugh, special so teams nice. were clicking we got a shorty yeah i don't think we gave did we give up a power play goal at all i don't think no, so right? i don't think so and there was a lot yep. of power plays called tonight yeah like, exactly like busy i think the first three penalties went against the leafs now i and, do i do have a note about something i do want to talk about um, a little yeah. tiny conspiracy theory. <laughs> do you think, because they brought it up on the broadcast, do you think that Murray pushes the net off oh, intentionally? Okay. <laughs> because I mean, they brought a, it up. Name a better duo. No, he doesn't do it intentionally. <laughs> he doesn't he do it, it intentionally. He did it five times in the Minnesota game. That might have been so intentional. Much. That might have been intentional. Like, it's weird because, uh, you know, it, it's obviously a trend with Murray. Like, he yeah. does push the net off. It's just a matter of, like, is it intentional to stop play? Because he did it at weird times this game. Like, it was like, he it wasn't an immediate scoring chance. Too. Yeah, he just really pushes off of that inside post. And I think it's safe to say that it's a him issue. And it's not a net issue anymore. You know, I know a lot of Leaf fans were like, yeah. oh no, the Nets were bad. <laughs> it, uh, it's, I think it's a Murray issue. But... uh I don't think he does it like with uh, intent per se. I think he's just really trying to 
seal that post and he just pushes way too just hard over enthusiastic post pushing just like i gotta get there that's like yeah. me when i play goalie i have to be there <laughs> you're in my way oh god yeah just yeah no regard for the posts yeah just completely I mean, the posts don't have feelings. we'll stop it and after all the, the time and after the post got in the way of lilia Grin's goal the first time you know i can't blame him for pushing it off right yeah yeah Honestly. I, for one, blame the inanimate object. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even in the third period, the Leafs get a four-on-four. Four. <laughs> he dislodged the, uh, the net again on the four-on-four. Four. Yeah, and then... I think he did it, uh, like, two or three times this game. Yeah. I don't know how many times it was, but it, it was I know he was, try- he was trying to fix it himself at one point. Did you yeah. see that? That, that that sequence where he like passes it off to Marner, Marner goes behind the net, and then he just turns around and starts fixing the net. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you it's can wild. tell he's Canadian because he's apologizing to inanimate <laughs> objects for sure, right? And then and then Matthews gets the goal, you know, to, to finish the game off and bring, put the buds up six two with you know just under seven minutes to go, and and again, just what a great what a great night. Poppy gets his twentieth goal. I, I thought he would be further along in the season by now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think hoping. you know I was I was going over our our because uh, it's game forty one. It's halfway through the season, so I went back to our first stream where we made all our predictions, and then Harnish's prediction I think was that Matthews would get seventy. I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's there's no way. There's no way. I think I said fifty, and I think I also said that Buffalo is going to make the playoffs, which uh, they they actually uh, might. They actually I know might. that's Florida's, very close. And I said Florida was going to fall off the cliff, and I'm telling you guys, I'm going to start actually like betting on my own guesses for this stuff because after the other night where I was like, they're gonna they're gonna Poppy tied it or Poppy got it up five to four. He got yeah. it up to four. And I was like, they're going to tie it, and then they're going to overtime, and then they're going to lose. And that's what happened. <laughs> and somehow, yeah. all of most of my preseason predictions were also right, which, again, I did not have on my bingo card, but I digress. Unfortunately, all our uh, preseason predictions of uh, the Leafs winning the Atlantic or the Conference or the President's Trophy were all wrong. And It's only game tier. 42. It's only game 42. I know. But Boston's so far All it it takes is Boston having, like, a couple weeks of bad games. Not even, like, terrible games, but just, like, mediocre to not great games. And the Leafs are going to be right there, right? Yeah. Like, we're at... We just finished game 41. We're at a 114-point pace, which is, uh, I think, one point point off of last year's literally franchise record season. The Leafs are rolling. They're good. But they're (laughs) third in the league. Third in the conference and second in the Atlantic. And it's just stupid. It's just. It's stupid that we're third in the league, but also third in, like, third in the conference. It's almost and comical. You know what I mean? It's so like, ridiculous. You couldn't make this up. It's one of those truth is stranger than fiction moments because you literally couldn't write this. You couldn't write it to yeah. be that way. And, and we're going to have to face literally the Tampa Bay Lightning again, most likely. I would, I would rather face Tampa than Buffalo. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I would be scared. I would be scared yes, of facing Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> just because you know, you know, the storyline is there. Yeah. First time in like, I think the last time they made the the playoffs was, I want to say 2011. It's been. And a so that's uh, a long time. That's 12 years. It's, it's a, you know, like it's a, it's a little bit. Yeah. I think Matthews was in middle school at that point. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, 
it's a uh, it's pretty insane uh tage thompson also i would be so worried about him in a playoff series he's so good like what black mirror episode are we in that like yeah. tage thompson could get 60 and matthews is, we're like maybe he's gonna get 45 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but honestly it, it is pretty nice to see the team is rolling with matthews not putting up you know one of the best seasons in the past 20 years you know, it's nice to see everyone's just kind of standing on their heads. Yeah, absolutely. Love to see it. And I'm I'm actually kind of glad that Florida isn't doing as well as they thought they were Florida going to. Florida screwed themselves over the moment they hired Palmeries. Sorry, no disrespect <laughs> to Palmeries, but why would you do that? What reason was there to trade? Like, oh, God, I don't get it, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 it must be hard to, like, know that the all-star game is coming to your city and like you're probably not going to make the playoffs yeah it's rough sort of unfortunate but like like you said and like we've been advertising it is game 41 we are at the halfway mark for the season so armand your report card let's should we start with the back end should we start with goaltending yeah let's start with well let's start with goaltending because i think that was the main storyline going into the season are we doing letter grades yeah let's do letters give it a solid a uh yeah i just think they've been incredible uh they've faltered a bit here and there but um they've done more than i asked for you know at the start of the season i think most leaf fans coming into the season were just like give us league average and we can make that work because we haven't had league average in a long time yeah uh and they've been better than that and i think they've faltered a bit uh obviously they both got injured at the same time so obviously I can't give it an A plus, but when did they when they did get injured? I think Shalgren played well. Uh, I think we have the depth there, you know, in terms of goaltending. I know in the intermission today, uh, the panel was talking about oh should the Leafs add someone in net, and I was like who who are you add like who's firstly who's available? You have to consider what was available at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And who's like, going to be willing to trade a like a a a A plus goaltender at the deadline? Yeah, right? and I'm just like looking back at the goaltender crop that we could have gotten, and now let's compare Murray and Samsonov to Campbell and to like Mrazic. you know the the one guy like yeah Mrazic or like Vili Huso I think was or a potential Leafs legend Michael Hutchinson. <laughs> Don't you love to see it? But yeah, there was a very slim pickings, like Marc-Andre Fleury as well. I think Murray and Samsonov are probably two of the better goalies of the crop that were signed in the offseason. And I think they have been. And I'm just going to say, like, yeah, they've exceeded my expectations. A, I think they've been great. I have I have them ranked. I have our goaltending ranked at a solid A-. minus, Not quite mm -hmm. a full-blown A. Because... It it makes me nervous when our goaltender like struggles with games back to back and is like I'm not playing very well right now because I'm just like oh gosh Campbell 2.0 who's Mr. Beat himself up and we love yeah. Jack Campbell right like yeah I love yeah he, I, I feel is, really bad he's for him. still beloved amongst Leaf fans like don't get yeah. us wrong but I don't think any of us are surprised that he's playing the way that he is at Edmonton and I think that this year how Murray and Samsonov have played. I think is how Dubas thought Morazic and Campbell were going to be. Yeah, the and, the very alternating yeah. back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that 
I think that there were glimpses of that with Campbell, but Morazic was just a full on like just an yeah. airball. He just yeah. airballed that just airballed that decision. And you yeah. know, you're not going to be right every time and and luckily so far, even though they've both faced injuries this season where we were I think all of us collectively each time they got injured went no, please don't do this again. And but through all of that the the defense played very well. So you know, I give our goaltending a solid A minus. I think that there's been a couple. I think there's been a couple of games where they've let in just some awful goals. But any goalie has any goalie gets pulled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goalies are gonna have bad games every once in a while. the the, the main The main thing that I I liked about this this like Murray Samsonov tandem is that I really wasn't expecting a lot. Like I my expectations were low for them. <laughs> you know, like I watched Samsonov a bit last year. And Caps fans, like, did not like the guy. Like, he got a lot of flack. And then Murray, like, I I tweeted when we got him. I didn't think we got enough of of sweeteners to get Murray for the cap he has. Like, I genuinely thought that was a bad trade at the time. And now I'm looking back at it. I'm like, we got sweeteners for Murray. Like, we got (laughs) stuff. We're forgetting it. Like, that's good. What do you mean they paid us? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They paid us. They retained enough. Like, he's playing, like... That he's playing like a number one goalie, and so and Samson, I was playing like a one B. Yeah, you know that they're both really just exceeding my expectations completely, and so hats off to also our our uh, new um, goalie coach because I know we have a new one uh, this yeah. year, Curtis, Curtis Sanford. I yes, want to say absolutely. his name, and absolutely. so uh, yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes and continues because goal goaltending is you know it ebbs and flows. Um, it's temperamental. You know, Jack, yeah, exactly. This time last year, Campbell was the godsend of our franchise, you know, going into into Mr. January. Mr. 11-game wins, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we'll see how it goes for the rest of the year. But so far, very impressed. Okay. Well, moving on to the defense, we'll move slowly towards center ice. What are you giving your defense, Armand? Okay. I have a solid A plus, honestly. I, okay, yeah, okay. I was gonna say A plus, and then I was like, I have a solid too A plus. optimistic because I give an A and then an A plus. Uh, yeah, A plus. Uh, five on five, they're fourth in the league in goals against, uh, eighth in expected goals against, which speaks to our amazing goaltending as well. Absolutely. Um, but uh, to do that when we have been so injured on the back end speaks to the depth that the Leafs have had to use, and. The amount of uh, defensemen that I think we have used is like probably I think eleven. I'm trying to think of all the guys we have. Our core six, and then you got Timmins, and then you got Jordy Ben, you got Victor Mete, you got Mac Hollowell, you got Philip Kral. Uh, that's is there 11. anyone else? I think that's all that's played for us. I think that's it. Yeah, but having it. to use eleven D men, yeah, um, quite a bit. Uh, and so yeah, just to see both the advanced stats. And the just straight up goals. I thought, like, this team is a defensive team. I'm sick and tired of like hearing people say, oh, this is a top heavy offense team. They're bad defensively. No, they're a good defensive team. They are a solid block of cheddar now, guys. Solid block of cheddar. Yes, 100%. Uh, Yeah, I've really liked what they've done defensively. And, uh, it, yeah, so the fact that we're talking about, you know, today, our seventh D-man, should he be in the lineup long term, says enough. Like, you know, we're we're talking about our, our 
seventh guy being good enough yep. to be in the lineup every day. And moreover, like, we don't even have Muzzin now either, right? Like, last when, yeah. when Muzzin was getting hurt in the playoffs, it just tanked us. It was essentially like driving our tank of a team over a landmine, and we just couldn't recover in any series. And to see, like you said, to see that they're able to, even when somebody goes out, even when two guys go out, even when three people go out, that we have enough confidence now because they've actually played NHL games this season – that, yeah, we probably sweat a little bit, but we're not biting our fingernails like we have been in years past because they've already proven, at least to me so far this year, and I'm sure to you as well, that they are very competent. And these are not the, you know, the 2017, we're just we're just flying by the seat of our pants and we don't even think we're going to make the playoffs and then they make it and they didn't think they deserved it. And, yeah. and, but, and that was just a high, a high-flying scoring team, but the defense was terrible. And for it to... For it to now come full circle and for the defense to be as good as it is, like you said, and for us to be saying, you know, well, maybe we should get our seventh guy in because he's so good is yeah. is a testament to how well they have done and how well the trades that have worked have worked. And finally, you know, we've had Timothy Lilligren and Rasmus Sandin sort of waiting in the wings the last couple of seasons, and now they have full-time roles. And now... Mac Holliville becomes the guy that gets part-time assignments every now and then, right? And we're yeah. we're advancing, we're we're having our guys climb the ladder successfully enough and it's paying off finally. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. And and I really like like even on the Marlies, guys like Noel Hoffenmeyer and, and like the depth that we have on defense and like Topi Nimala in, in uh in the league in Liga like yeah. there's some solid defensive prospects in there still. Yep. And you know, that's our that's Speaking on top of Sandine and Lilligren, and then it's just a good pipeline. I think top to bottom, this this team has a pretty solid defensive uh, core. Yeah, love to see it. Love to see it. Things we love to see. Um, so let's finish out talking about the forwards. How do you think our boys in blue are doing this year? In offensive, this is the statistics? lowest grade I have. Same. I have them at, at a B. Just a straight B. Uh, we're 10th in goals for five on five, ninth in expected goals for we're shooting a little, um, below, you know, what we, uh, are expected in terms of chances. I think there's total is about negative four goals, uh, goals for above expected. Uh, so our finishing talent isn't particularly there, but with that being said, you know, I think we've been doing better as of late. You know, especially with the bottom six, I think the bottom six really struggled at the get go, and we still had that hole in the top six left wing, um, like the Tavares, uh, the Tavares line left wing, and I think Yarn Croak has made a name for himself there. I think the I I, I was reading something he's had like fourteen points in his last thirteen games, yeah, uh, slotting in there, and he he struggled to to produce, you know starting the starting the season on like i think it was the third line so this could change in the future but game 41 right now i think the first half of the season offense was the the key improvement that we needed to make and specifically that left wing spot i have um i actually have our forwards also at a solid b I think that there has been lots of games where they have shown that they can play very well. You know, we've we've had games that have that in previous years were like, well, why can't they have these blowout games where they just absolutely crush teams that we want them to? 
in this season, they've had at least two or three of those where it's like, this is what we've been wanting. This is what we've been asking for. Because in years past, they just fold over teams that they should be beating. And it's still happened a couple of times this year where we've lost to teams that we probably on paper should have beat. But they're just not losing them the same way. And I do find it like maybe mildly concerning that Matthews doesn't have at least just a couple more goals. But he's still producing at a ridiculous pace and he's just playing differently. He's playing more defensively. So he's getting more assists this year, which is fine. And all it really takes to, to all of a sudden be on it, like a projected 56 point pace or 56 goal pace is, you know, you know, you have a couple of games where you score two goals and we've seen that Matthews is very capable of scoring multi-goal games. Right. And so yeah. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that, that there's going to be, a stretch where Matthews does go on a scoring heater and it, it has been nice to see other guys go on scoring heaters too, right? Like for William Nylander to be leading this, the team in goals is great for him and it's great for the team's confidence. And it's, it's great that his hard work is paying off. And it's, it's so funny. I love watching Nylander play now more than ever because there's so many times where he just looks so aloof and like, he's just not paying attention, but then like the play happens and it's like he was already in the right position. So I think sometimes that he, he plays the game very far in advance, which is fine. And sometimes he gets burned for it in, in, in all due respect. But at the same time, like his ability to finish this year, which has been a struggle in years past, he seems to be turning a corner on that. Right. And, you know, even Pierre Engvall is putting more pucks in the net this year. And Kerfoot is making an argument for himself to have a big contract raise at the end of this year too. So I think the secondary scoring has been improved, but I, there is a part of me that's worried about, you know, our top guys scoring, but that's just, you know, they're not even not scoring. It's just, yeah. It's just because they were so yeah, good we've last been scoring, year. <laughs> like right? we're talking about a 60 goal season. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, I, I do agree, but like, you know, the emergence of guys like Holmberg, I think really, mm-hmm elevated the the bottom six this yeah. year um you know especially from the from the start of the start of the season you know guys like uh op Kubel, uh after they've been after the waved you know after he got waved mm-hmm. i think you know it took a while for them to get going the bottom six but now like if we're talking talking in the past 20 games I think I would have rated the offense higher, but the twenty, the first twenty games of the season, the bottom six really just couldn't get going. So yeah, um, well, and yeah, we don't know. I mean, how much of that was just the new chemistry of the new guys coming in, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Our bottom, new... our bottom six changed so much. Yeah, and you also have to consider that, like, part of our bottom six is forwards that are committed to defense which we gave in a plus they're like that's them as well like david camp is not brought onto this team to score goals no he's there to to be a good defensive forward which he has been we're giving him credit yeah, yeah exactly like so um yeah i i i really like the way this team is constructed and yeah. really the only hole i see in it the only hole i currently see is that top six left wing spot and Yarncroak. Uh, could be the solution there. I don't think he necessarily is long-term. So that might be like the trade deadline acquisition where if we're going to spend, that's what, I, that's what I'm looking for. That like mid-range second line winger um, I think so to, too. to play on, on Tavares's wing. Yeah. Like, and that, that's really it. Like I, I just really like this, the way this team is constructed. They have it in them. They have it in them. 
They just need I'm to believe, man. They I know. I'm fully on the train. <laughs> like, I, they have it in them to win a cup. They have it in them to win a, the... Let's start with the playoff series first. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm i fully on the train. I believe. I'm on the hype I train. Believe. Let's I believe. go. Yeah. I can't... I... You know, ever since Andrew... <laughs> Ever since Andrew did my interview, and I'm sure he asked you the same question where he was like, what are you going to do when the Leafs lose again in the first round? <laughs> Ever since he said that, it's like this dark, like, Super Mario Brothers cloud with the guy throwing the spikes at you. Yeah. It's, I'm just like, I swear, if we have to do game over for another first round loss. I know. I, I had that, that interview as well, like, before we lost to Tampa. So our last loss would have been the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. So he was just joking about that, and I was like... God yeah. damn it, Edge. <laughs> just savage. Just absolutely savage. God bless him. <laughs> it's a good thing he's so wonderful. But yeah, so on average, we have, it's like a solid A minus B plus rating across across the team yeah. for, for the midseason report cards, which is better than we would have said last year, right? Like last year we were way more concerned about goaltending. We Campbell was doing great, but Morazic was like, "Oh my yeah, gosh, was what awful. are we going to do?" If Campbell got injured, we were pretty screwed oh, at that we time because we didn't. Yeah, we didn't know anything about Shalgren either at that point. Like you know, we were sort of in limbo, and Hutchinson was the third guy up. So yeah, yeah. Although playoff round winner Michael Hutchinson, let's not forget oh, yeah. he did win yeah, the let's round not of forget. the Evs, right? And should we answer a couple questions before we end? Yeah, the stream yeah, let's go. Here? Let's see. Uh, uh, da, da, da. he's made his impact guys get your questions and quick before we finish it up before we finish it up there was somebody that was asking our trade deadline acquisition guesses oh geez that is a very good question Lost that would need me to do <laughs> <laughs> that was what I said that was what I said a couple streams ago so I gotta stick with what I said I don't think we need to trade for a defenseman at this point. I don't. Think I don't. I don't think so either. I think. I think Timmins was that trade. Yep. And I think. I don't think now. I mean, we haven't had Joseph Will play up in the NHL this season, but <coughs> I don't think we're going to be trading for a goaltender either. Really, like yeah, there I don't hasn't, think so. there hasn't no. been any terrible red flags where it's so concerned that we're going to trade one of the guys that we traded for this off season. So I think, yeah, I think you're right in a second left winger is where we're going to go. I just, it's just a matter of who Murray or Samsonov in round one. Ooh, I go Murray, Murray, Murray to start Murray. I agree. He's won two cups guys. He's won yeah, two cups. Game, game one. You start Murray just from the playoff experience. Yeah. And they, you know, inevitably there'll be some, they, you know, maybe they'll try and screw us over and do a back-to-back in the playoffs this year. Just to, just to <laughs> God, I us. hope not. They did that. Did they do that last year? I think they did. I think so. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Why? But, would and you in that, that situation, then I think you start, uh, you th- I think you start Sammy on the first night and then you give Murray the second night. Ooh, interesting. I yeah. Don't, I, don't I think, think I would agree with that. I don't think you would do the Babcock. Oh, you got to go for the two points to start. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who has the swag? Oh, I have a uh I have a question from Mika. My question is how many likes will it take to have Lauren do a cat show and tell? You know Bring that's cheating. Do you know why that's <laughs> cheating? Cuz Mika is my wife. <laughs> so hang on. <laughs> hang on, let me find a cat. I don't know where I don't know where they are. Perfect. Napping. Oh, there's one. Hang on. Bring her out. Come here, child. <laughs> This is how, uh, but it works. 
This Aww. is so I have two cats. They just had dinner before we started streaming. So this tiny little creature is Cholula, named after the hot sauce. It's a great name. Right. I think we said it we said it before. Great name. Because she looks like Minerva McGonagall when she changes into a cat. <laughs> so yeah, that's Cholula and then the other I'll have to do a different showing another time with the big orange boy, but he wasn't feeling well before the stream tonight, so <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to pick him up. Before the tech issues, we had a bit of a cat issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a way to yeah. start. I know, right? It's great. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Well, I think we should probably wrap this up. What do you think, Armand? Yeah, let's do it. It's getting pretty late for a Sunday. If yeah. you are in the chat, thank you for spending your Sunday evening with us after the Leafs game. We appreciate it. We we love doing this. I, I don't know. I'm sort of speaking to you here, Armand. Sorry, buddy. But, <laughs> like... You know, when we started, when I started doing these streams, I, I jokingly said, well, I'm going to watch the game anyway, so I might as well tell other people my opinion about it. And it turns out that it's not entirely awful. And it's nice yeah. to have, it's nice to have everybody in the chat and talk to other Leap fans and, and get to know everybody and, and all, and you, Armand, like, this is the first stream that we've done in 40 games together. I know. It's and it's wild. been great. It's been great. You with your nice haircut from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Courtesy of Harnish. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll do it. We'll do another one soon. Absolutely. So I think uh, when when is the next game? Is it Tuesday? Uh, uh, no, no, it's against not Wednesday against the yeah. Preds. So I will actually be back that night. So before we head off, please make sure you hit like and subscribe if you like the stream. Share any comments if you have any feedback for us or any questions for the next stream. Uh, I am Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the Six. And I'm Armon. You can find me on Twitter at Armon Punthiki. And so for Game Over and for SCPN, thank you for tuning in tonight, and we will see you guys Wednesday. Take care, everybody. Game Over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.